0: Coming up on this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society, we must defeat Shen Long to stand a chance. It's dangerous to go alone, so the Nintendo Cartridge Society goes with ya. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers and I'm joined, as I'm always joined, by my co-host, Mark Mitchell. Mark, how's it going?
1: It's going great, Patrick. We are in the dog days of summer.
0: Just the dog days. But you and I went in... Is it implied that the dog days are hotter than the rest of the days? Is that what makes them dog? I think so. Or is it that they're they're like long and lazy?
1: Oh, that's interesting. I... I've actually never thought about I'm it. I'm going
0: to look this up while you ask me the question you were about to ask me.
1: Well, what I was going to ask you is origin. that... Okay, so you and I recently went to uh see a movie. And before that, yes. they were showing trailers. And, you know, end of August, uh, into September, dumping grounds for movies, right? Sure. But there was one that I genuinely think would be a good time. And this is not a commercial. It's that Beast movie with... Ed- Idris Elba. Where Idris
0: Elba punches the lion. Yes. Yeah. 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 We saw Nope, by the way. Uh,
1: yeah. I totally, uh, 100%. Yeah. That is the kind of movie I want to see. But every, even when we were watching it in watching the trailer, um, the fact that it's just called Beast, all I can think of is Alyssa Edwards from RuPaul's Drag Race. Sure. Okay. Going, Beast. <laughs> it's all I can think of. I love it. I love those two things. I'm so excited.
0: So the phrase "the dog days of summer" is actually way cooler than I was thinking. Um, to the Greeks and the Romans, the dog days occurred around the time Sirius appears to rise along uh, alongside the oh. sun, as uh, uh, in late July in the Northern Hemisphere.
1: I had no idea. Isn't that great?
0: That is great. I
1: genuinely thought it was like, I thought it was that it was hot, right? So dogs like dogs are warm. Warm and panting and just, like, sitting around. Well, look,
0: we know the name of the band, uh, Three Dog Night, is so named because that's what happens on a... The, a three-dog night is a night where it's so cold, you need to snuggle up with three dogs in order to stay warm and survive the night.
1: So it could have been, if if you needed four dogs, it would have been Four Dog Night.
0: Yeah, that's right. Oh. Um, and if there's, like... this, There was... There was uh, one time when I was back in Wisconsin, it was just after my grandmother had died, um, and my brother and my sister were all there, so there were uh, five of us, um, and it was very cold. Maybe the coldest I've ever experienced Wisconsin, Uh, and because there were five of us, I kept saying that it was a 15-dog night.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, um, and you don't have to know this information. Yeah. Was there, like, an experiment done? What do you mean? That... To see how many dogs were necessary? No, it's the name of
0: a band. It doesn't need to be based on... (laughs) It doesn't need to be based on a scientific experiment, I don't think.
1: Well, I just didn't know. Maybe, like, they tested it with, like, one dog, a control group with no not enough. He
0: didn't survive the night. Fake dogs. Right. (laughs) Like, two dogs and a cat. Uh Uh-huh. Um... Or maybe just a copy of Sonic Forces for the Nintendo Switch. Would you like to borrow mine? You certainly can. All you got to do is email us at Society at gmail.com. And give us a mailing address we can send you my copy of Sonic Forces for the Nintendo Switch. You play it for as long as you want. You uh, send it back. I have paid for postage both ways. There may be an Untitled Goose Game, a a copy of that game, inside the box for Sonic Forces. That's okay. You didn't mess up. I didn't mess up. That's what the program is designed to do: is occasionally deliver you a different game than the one that should be inside that box.
1: Do you know what I think would be fun is for like you, like for your apartment? We should get one of those maps of the United States that you can like scratch off or put sure. a pin in. Yeah. Uh, when you've traveled there, and not when we've traveled
0: there, but, but when, when the, the Sonic, Sonic Forces. Force is- I think what we should do is we should also have um, three clocks above the map, one with uh, the time where we are right now, one where the time where Sonic Forces is, and one where the time where um, Untitled Goose Game is. (laughs) We should. That way we can easily... Look at the wall and know exactly what time it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Forgive me if I've talked about this recently, but uh, Sarah and I have been watching Mary Tyler Moore kind of like on and off for the last like year and a half or whatever. Um, And, you know, she works in a newsroom in Minneapolis and they have all those like clocks on the wall. And it's so funny to me that there's one clock for uh, Minneapolis and another clock for Chicago. They're on the same time (laughs) zone. (laughs) I don't know what's going on. (laughs) Why would you need that?
1: Another thing you can do is you can leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere that you get your podcast. We appreciate it so much. Uh, It helps people find the show. Patrick and I really love reading your reviews. They mean a lot to us. Thank you to everyone who has left us a review. If you leave us a five-star review on the US Apple Podcast Store, we can see it. But if you leave us a review somewhere else or you share the show some other way, we can't see it, but we still want to acknowledge it. So send us an email, hit us up on Twitter, and we will give you a shout out.
0: Um, Also, while you are uh, sending us an email or hitting us up on Twitter, if you have not already done so, ask to get in the Discord so you can hang out with the rest of us and talk about Nintendo stuff and have a fun time. We're talking a lot about that new uh, Kirby uh, Dream Buffet. We're excited about Splatoon. I started a channel so we can give our thoughts and feelings about various tracks in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Um, So get in there. Um, It's invite only, so uh, hit us up. We'll let you in for sure. Which you, speaking of...
1: Mario Kart 8 Deluxe tracks, Yes, you should let us know, dear listener, your thoughts, your favorite Mario Kart 8 Deluxe track, your least favorite, a, a fun detail in mm-hmm. a track or two that you really like, that you think elevates the track, because uh, in a couple of weeks, we're going to be ranking every single track in the original release of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. The Contiguous 48. The contiguous 48. Um, and we need your help. It's a lot of tracks Thank you to everybody who has written in so far. Some people have been extremely thorough, and we appreciate that so much. Yes. We're really looking forward to uh, these episodes, but we need your thoughts, and we need you to get them in by the end of day, August 19th, so it's not very much time.
0: Yeah, not very much time indeed, and just because we are uh, saying that some of you have been very thorough, and we appreciate that, any impressions at all? Like, I don't need a rundown of every single track Uh, if you want to tell me one thing you like in Shy Guy Falls, like, let me know.
1: Yeah, maybe that'll be the difference maker. Maybe
0: it'll be the difference maker. And then it also just, like, plant itself in my brain and I won't be able to shake it. Uh, Mark, we've got two emails that are sort of related um, uh, reacting to our recent coverage of um, the Splatoon 3 Direct and the sort of fo- uh, follow-up there. Um, Chariot Goblin wrote in to say, uh, Hey, NCS, so we learned that Splatoon 3 will have seven returning stages at launch. I just wanted to let you guys know which Splatoon game each of the returning stages originated yes. from. Yes. Helpful, thank you. Hammerhead Bridge, Museum del Alfonsino, and Mahi Mahi Resort are from Splatoon 1. The other four returning stages, Inkbot Art Academy, Sturgeon Ship, uh, Mako Mart, and Wahoo World are from Splatoon 2. Um, Then Chariot Goblin goes on, but I wanted to interject an email from um, Heston. Heston writes, hey, I was just going to say that the recon mode is in Splatoon 2. Uh, It's always been there. Just go to the lobby and click Y, Um, which uh, informs what Chariot Goblin is about to say. Chariot Goblin says, the other thing I wanted to mention is that the recon mode has been available in previous Splatoon games. However... It was limited to which stages were available at the time. In Splatoon 3, it looks like you can, recon can be done on any of the stages of your choosing at any time. Thanks and all the best, Chariot Goblin.
1: Interesting. Thank you so much, Chariot Goblin and Heston, for writing in and clarifying that because, yeah, I definitely had no idea. And def also goes to show I did not play Splatoon 1, and so it makes sense that those maps were, like, I had no idea where they came from.
0: And I think some of them maybe even came later, too. Like, I, most of my Splatoon time was right on the front end. So, uh, uh, tracks, courses, levels, areas, arenas? What are they? Stages. Stages that came later. Um, I maybe didn't have as, mu- as many reps on. Um, but, yes, thank you, uh, both of you, for writing in. Mark, let's get into our topic. Let's eventually rank the characters in Street Fighter Two. But before we do that, maybe a little conversation about why we're doing this. What's going on? Why are we talking about Street Fighter 2? Street Fighter 2 on the Super NES came out originally uh, in North America, July 15th, 1992. Which means, we're missing it a little bit. We're a month late. Um, but it means that Street Fighter 2 on the Super NES is 30 years old. 30th anniversary Wow! Um, to a very important little uh, cartridge for me, Um Mark what, what what is your general experience with the Street Fighter uh franchise Not a, not shaking a, his head and yeah, throwing not, his hands up
1: <laughs> Not a ton. I uh, am not really a fighting game person. Mm-hmm. It they have just never clicked for me. The needing to like memorize all the different combinations of stuff is just not how I enjoy games. Um but you just like kind of existing in the world and existing in the world in the 90s. Yeah. I absorbed a lot of Street Fighter um information, but definitely not something that I've put a lot of time into myself.
0: Yeah. The uh, the Street Fighter games were very important to me, both in the arcade and then when they uh, came over to the um, Super NES. Um, like Sh- Street Fighter 2 and then eventually... Um, actually, I, I believe at some point I owned all three of the versions of Street Fighter 2 on the Super NES. Street Fighter 2, Street Fighter 2 Turbo, and Super Street Fighter 2. Like, I just... The games were so important to me that like I just couldn't not have the 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 newest one. Um, Street Fighter just in general is a a game that like pulls me back into gaming. There was a period when I lived in Chicago where I was like I need to give up playing games for a little while, and I broke that fast, my gaming fast, to play Street Fighter Four. That's where I was like, okay, I haven't played, I haven't touched a video game in like I don't know three months maybe, uh, and like Street Fighter Four is coming out. Okay, I, whatever, I can't I can't not play Street Fighter. Um, so they're very important to me, but they're not always, especially uh, after the 90s, not always like associated with Nintendo hardware, right? Um, and we're a Nintendo show. So I thought it'd be fun to just do like a little uh, a little history, a little tour of Street Fighter games on uh, Nintendo platforms. Awesome. Um, So there are 13 games, uh, 13 Street Fighter games that came out on Nintendo systems starting in 1990 and all the way through 2018. Uh, One of them on NES, four on Super NES. Again, I own three of them. (laughs) Um, One on Game Boy, which is outrageous. Another one on Game Boy Color, two on GBA, one on 3DS. Uh, and two on Switch and if you're adding those up in your head you're saying Patrick you're missing one you said 13 that's only 12. Um, The other one that I'm counting is the Wii virtual console release of the TurboGrafx-16 game um, Fighting Street which is the TurboGrafx-16 version of Street Fighter Um, the like the original Street Fighter not Street Fighter 2 but like the original one. Oh man. I miss Virtual Console and those kind of like weird
1: releases. I miss that
0: nonsense too. It's so like, oh man. Um so the the first game the the first Street Fighter game that came out on the, so we, we know what like the format of Street Fighter is, right? It's a, a one-on-one fighting game you pick from a, a, a bunch of colorful characters. They all have their own moves and personalities and all this stuff. The first Street Fighter game that comes out on, on a Nintendo platform uh, comes out on the NES in September of 1990 called Street Fighter 2010 colon The Final Fight.
1: I've never heard of this game.
0: Okay, so it's a side-scrolling, like platforming kind of game um, that takes place, of course, in the future. And you play as Ken. The game starts with this insane opening crawl, like it's a Star Wars, like it's Star <laughs> Wars. Um, and the the this uh, and it, it's it's uh, it's against like a starry background. The scroll reads like this, and so bear with me. it it, it reads a little background. Ken had no interest in the frontier. His part- then his partner Troy was killed. Someone broke into their lab, stole their invention, and left Troy as a pile of jelly on the floor. It's been 25 years since Ken was king of the Street Fighter circuit, but that's, but that's nothing some good bionics can't fix. <laughs> Fortunately, the killer's path is easy to trace. Every frontier world the killer visited quickly became infested by Troy and Ken's remarkable cyboplasm. In small doses, it can give people the extra strength they need to remain alive. In large doses, it it comes alive and takes over the body and mind of its host, turning them into violent, mindless supermen, or in some cases, super aliens. One word, super aliens. Only the skills of a street fighter can pass this gauntlet and destroy the evil evil fiend responsible and Ken will avenge his friend's death if it's the last thing he does. Oh
1: man, old grizzled Ken who used to be a top street fighter 25 years ago. So is he enhanced with cybernetics or something? I guess. I've <laughs> never played this game. I love it. Um
0: it, it looks abysmal. The uh, uh every every frontier the every frontier world the killer visited became quickly infested with Troy and Ken's remarkable cyboplasm.
1: What is a frontier? I don't know. Yeah.
0: Uh, uh, ill-defined in the opening crawl. We of, know that of Ken had no interest in it. Ken had no interest in it, but then his partner, Troy was killed and someone stole their invention.
1: How weird to make this like side scrolling spin-off of the original street fighter.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, I mean, I guess you're just like using the name. You're just like cashing in on the name by 1990. Um, street fighter two was in uh, out in arcades. So I'm sure they were trying whatever they could to get anything on, on the platform. um, and this is, this is what came out. I, wa- I wonder if it was like meant to be a different kind of, or not a different kind of game, but like different IP stapled on top of it or something. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's a, that's a long forgotten relic that, you know, that that's, uh, hardly considered part of the street fighter series. I assume it's non-canon, um, because the, uh, the series really starts with uh street fighter two. Um, and there it starts with street fighter two, the world warrior, uh, July, uh, 1992. Um, Introduces us to the, the the twelve characters, including like the eight uh, playable characters, four boss characters. Just a quintessentially like awesome arcade port, um, and where like it all starts. Right, um, the next year, Street Fighter II Turbo comes out on the um, on the Super NES, and the year after that, Super Street Fighter II, which introduces um, four more uh, characters um, in uh, June 1994, and then after that, things start to get weird. Um so Street Fighter 2 comes out on Game Boy huh. in 1995. So it's called Street Fighter 2 and it has the uh like the 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 box art is essentially the same as the um the original Street Fighter II, the World Warrior um the uh, 1992 release, right? But it has it has nine playable characters, so it's the original 12, so like the the eight plus the four bosses, but minus E, Honda, Dalsim, and and Vega are not available to play in the game. Um, the characters have moves based on Super Street Fighter 2, right? Um, somehow it adapts the six-button combat <laughs> system to two buttons. Um, and this is the only version of the game that has never been re-released in any other form. Oh. Um, and, uh, when, when you played this game on the Super Game Boy, which was the thing that you could plug into a Super Nintendo, um, and play Game Boy games on, the border, like, there, there, there's always, like, a, a, border that usually you have to just, like, pick from some, uh, prefab borders, Um, is the art for the stage that you are currently in, but like the Super Nintendo version of it. Oh, that's awesome. So they like, that it was thoughtfully done. They put like a ton of work into it, yeah. Um, Which is also just nuts. Like those little Game Boy cartridges are capable of so much. Um, The the next uh, uh, Street Fighter 2 game that came out on Nintendo platforms was uh, Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo Revival on the Game Boy Advance, which is uh, basically Street Fighter 2 turbo Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo um and it includes Akuma as pl- and Shin Akuma as playable characters um and there's all the like new like character art in the game um and some stages that are based on Street Fighter Alpha
1: so for a uh, a Street Fighter noob like myself yes. all of these like honorifics that are you know like like Super Get used Turbo to it. yeah. it's so all over the place it's like no 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 this one yes. is based on Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo um, yes, but again, I love GBA, uh, more advanced, closer to a super NES, but still just two buttons.
0: Well, it's got the, the oh, shoulder right, buttons the shoulder too. Buttons. So, so, that, that actually gets like a little bit closer. The, it, it's still not enough. Right. Um, which for me makes uh street fighter two on the game boy, like the most like curiosity of curiosities where it's like, what is this? Uh, and anyway, the last version of street fighter, uh, two that came out on Nintendo platforms is, uh, all. Ultra Street Fighter 2, the final challengers on Switch came out in May 2017, which is all of the characters from the other games, uh, plus Violent Ken and Evil Ryu, um, which are just like slight variations on, on those characters. Um, and you can, well, we, we've talked about that game on on, on this podcast before. Um, just uh, other little notes about other Street Fighter games, not Street Fighter 2 games, um... There's never been a release of Street Fighter 3 on uh, Nintendo platforms, um, except as part of the 30th anniversary um, arcade collection. Um, But the Street Fighter Alpha series has a truly bizarre, um, like, path on uh, Nintendo platforms.
1: And, sorry, remind me, what is the Alpha series?
0: Sure. So, Street Fighter Alpha in Japan is called Street Fighter Zero. So, it takes place... Between the original Street Fighter and Street Fighter Two, so it uses a lot of the characters from uh, the original Street Fighter, um, which in which the only playable characters were Ken and Ryu, and everyone else is bad guys, right? Um, And also starts borrowing characters from the Final Fight series. Um, That's where Final Fight and Street Fighter sort of become the same series. Interesting. Um, So it's like Lion King one and a half. It's like Lion King one and a half. Mark, thank you for breaking it down. Um, the first Street Fighter Alpha, uh, Street Fighter Alpha Warriors Dream, uh, comes out on uh, Game Boy Color again, just two buttons, right? In March of 2000, uh, there are 13 characters in it. This is another one where it's like, what, what like what? It's 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 like half of it's like half the game, um, and it comes out three years after Street Fighter Alpha 2 comes out on Super NES. <laughs> There's also no multiplayer in uh, Street Fighter Alpha for Game Boy Color. But this one has been re-released.
1: Like, this one is playable somewhere. Yes, this one is
0: playable somewhere else. Oh, wow. Um, No multiplayer, even with a link cable. Um, Street Fighter Alpha 2 on the Super NES uh, has a unique um, custom combo system that doesn't appear in any other release of of the game. Uh, And then Street Fighter Alpha 3 Upper, which... Street Fighter Alpha 3 Upper, there are two versions of this game. One came out on uh, Game Boy Advance, another one came out on PSP, um, and they include additional characters from uh, Capcom versus SNK 2. All of which is to say, like, that's another, like, just strange variation on Street Fighter Alpha 3. I love how impenetrable all of this is. (laughs) It's it's good. I wanted to, like, walk you through all of this so we could just, and I mean, just look look at the spread, right? Um, Alpha comes out. Game Boy Color 2000, Alpha 2 comes out, Super NES 1996, Alpha 3 comes out, GBA 2002. I mean, these naming conventions are no better than Kingdom Hearts. They're a little bit better than Kingdom Hearts. Uh, and then there's the the aforementioned uh, Street Fighter slash Fighting Street, the TurboGrafx-16 game that eventually came out on Wii in 2009. Um, and then, uh, of course, Super Street Fighter 4 uh, 3D Edition on the 3DS, like a sort of launch window game, came out in March of 2011. Has 35 playable characters, which is a huge roster for a, a portable fighting game. Um, and then, of course, the Street Fighter 30th Anniversary uh, Collection, which came out in May of 2018. Wow. I've just taken you now through the entire history of Street Fighter games on uh, Nintendo platforms. No mention of Street Fighter Five, obviously, and no mention of Street Fighter Three, which is nuts.
1: Yeah, and probably no mentions in the future of Street Fighter Six.
0: Yeah, I, I I wouldn't think so. Street Fighter Six will probably just be uh, Xbox and um, uh, PS5 and PC, I guess. Um, all right, Mark. Now that means that we have to rank the cast. Of Street Fighter 2. I'm ready. Um, and because we are true to our word, we are uh, just ranking the eight original World Warriors. So we have got Zangief, Blanca, Ryu, Dalsim, E Honda, Guile, Chun Li, and Ken. And was that a chaotic listing of those characters' names? <laughs> it's the order the cards were in. We're using index cards here to, yes. to, help, to help us help us rank them. Um, and Mark, I know you've been doing a little cramming to—that's uh, uh,
1: right—refamiliarizing myself with some of these characters.
0: Yeah. So, but do you want to talk through who they are, what they do?
1: Yeah, I think we should.
0: Okay. Um, so let's start at the top here with Zangief.
1: Zangief. Um...
0: This will be fun. You tell me what you know about the character and I'll fill in the blanks, okay? okay?
1: <laughs> so he's, like, uh, from the USSR.
0: That's right, still a thing.
1: He's a professional wrestler. Uh-huh. And uh, when I was watching a video earlier, it had, you know, like a... Uh, I don't know if it was, like, an attract screen in the game, but it showed, you know, like, the stats for each of the fighters yeah. and had, like, their year of birth and everything like that. And I was fascinated by how old, like, these people were canonically. And so he... uh. I wrote down that he was born in 1956. Uh-huh. And the game came out in 1992. So he's one of the older ones.
0: Well, the arcade game came out in 89. Uh, okay, see so all So that's that's oh, probably their- that's their canonical age at that right. time. Right. Well, and that's also the Street Fighter 2 coming out when it comes out is the fixed point in time around which all of this rotates. Oh. So like uh, even the modern Street Fighter games that end up being so Street Fighter 3 is a sequel, like, a genuine, like, chronological sequel to um, Street Fighter 2. But Street Fighters 4 and 5 all take place in this time between 2 and 3. <laughs> but the thing is, even Street Fighter 3 now, we've blown way past it in time because, like, you know, 30 years have passed between uh, the, right. the release of that that first game and now. Right.
1: But he is featured in uh, Wreck-It Ralph. Yes, he is, he is featured in *Requiem*, Ralph, uh-huh. it's true.
0: Um, he's like
1: wearing like a red speedo, mm-hmm. and he has these like lines on him or something on him. But so those, like those are, are scars. Those are
0: scars on his body because he's a professional wrestler. That's correct. But he's a bear wrestler. He wrestles live bears, which is evidently the most Russian thing that you can do. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, he he's such a weird like representation of I mean all these characters are uh weird representations of uh their nationalities. Uh-huh. Um but uh that like this uh USSR uh which it still would have been at the time of the original game's release um slash like Russia it's it's he's 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 a weird looking guy. Um, and he's a grappler. He's a slow mover. A, okay. Um and like his his special moves, he doesn't throw any fireballs or anything like that. All of his moves are based on like grabbing you and like suplexing you or like jumping in the air, that kind of stuff.
1: The reason it confused me that they were scars is because they match whatever his like color is. So if it's red, all of his scars are red. If he's like yeah. an alternate color, if he's green, if his speedo's green, then yeah. like, all of his um scars match that as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're dealing with, like, limited color palettes where it's,
1: like, uh, they all have
0: to, like, change together.
1: Okay, moving on to Blanca.
0: Yeah. He's from Brazil. He's from Brazil.
1: He's a mutant?
0: So, he was uh, abandoned as a child and raised in the jungles of uh, Brazil. Uh, Yeah, he's, like, a big green guy. Uh, He can make electricity with his body. Um, The mythology around Blanca is confusing, um, and he's in the tournament just so he can find his mother. (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: is she, was she a Street Fighter? No.
1: Is he trying to raise money to?
0: I think he's trying to like raise his profile, oh, right? And so sure. like pe- people will know. He's not like, really
1: trying to find her. He's hoping that she, she will find finds him. him. Yeah. I and see. also
0: at this point, I have to uh, push us away from exploring the lore oh. of Street Fighter Two too much because <laughs> it is dense, and I will get it wrong.
1: Okay. No, that's totally fair. I know. Obviously, super surface level. There is one that I'm very excited to dive into because okay, very it is good. totally my jam. All right, very um, good. Okay, uh, next up in, I've already asked you how to Dalsim. pronounce it. Dalson. hmm The oldest, I think. Again, going off of the. Um, oh, what? What year was he born? Uh, Dalson was born in fifty two. What? Yeah, nineteen fifty two. Oh. <laughs> I, I thought you were like telling 52, me he was born 18, in the year fifty two. Oh, no, 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 sorry, nineteen fifty two. The nineteen is impl- is implied.
0: Yes. Um, yeah. Okay. So he is. Uh, he's like a an, an old yoga master. Is like what he's. Uh-huh. Uh what, how how they describe him. Sorry, real quick. Yeah.
1: Do you think the kind of like absurd, over the top, um, country stereotypes of punch out or super punch out are.
0: Are they informing the cast here?
1: Not informing. Is it the reverse? Like they're like a joke version of, you know,
0: I I th- no. What's
1: happening in Street Fighter Two?
0: No, I think they're born out of the same thing. I yeah. think, um, both the the stereotypes here and the stereotypes in Punch Out are there because early games were just using the vocabulary of like the films of the 1980s 70s and 80s to just like express anything in the quickest shorthand possible right so i think that's when you're like we need colorful characters it's like how can we sell the most about a character be like oh uh make him a make him Japanese. Uh, right, or ma- right. Make him like an American army guy. Right. And then like you get it, you f- start filling in blanks uh, all, all on your own.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, so Dhalsim, uh, w- one thing I read is that he's a pacifist, okay. but he uses the money to mm. lift people out of prop- poverty. That's nice. That is nice.
0: I like that. Something to keep in mind. Um, He's got stretchy limbs. Uh, He's got like, no, his eyes are just like solid white. Um, And he blows fire. Also, he can teleport.
1: So next up is Ryu. Which is a confusing set of powers <laughs> if you consider that he's
0: a yoga master. It
1: is. It is. It is.
0: Next, we've got Ryu.
1: Um, as far as I know, he just is wants to be good at fighting. He's like dedicated himself to being good at street fighting.
0: Yeah, that's right. Uh, he that he uh, commits himself to always finding the next o- uh, opponent to beat. In his endings, in like every single Street Fighter game, he's like, great, I just beat, uh, I just beat the boss here. I'm going to keep looking for more dudes to fight. So that's his whole thing.
1: Oh, got it. So E-Honda is mm-hmm. up next. I don't really know anything about E-Honda other than he's a sumo wrestler.
0: Hey, you just figured out everything <laughs> there is to know about E-Honda. Okay. Okay. <laughs> E-Honda, is, uh, uh, I, I do feel like we're glossing over a little bit uh, like how, how the characters play. Ryu is, uh, just to hop back to him, It's sort of like the quintessential Street Fighter character. He's His moves are sort of like the baseline set. He's or, the Mario of Street Fighter. Totally, yeah. Um, and like... Even the like how uh, like Mario is to platformers as Ryu is to fighting games, right? That um, if if a character in a fighting game has a fireball and it doesn't feel as good as Ryu's Hadouken, then it's not. It's the same as a a a platforming character not having a jump feeling as good as Mario's. Mm, mm -hmm. Um, Which is to say, very few of them actually achieve it e honda just like blanca is a charge character so they spend a lot of that means to do a lot of their special moves you have to char uh either hold back or down um to uh then like execute the move which means you spend a lot of time blocking by necessity to do your more powerful moves got it got it
1: so he's like the donkey kong from smash brothers but uh street fighter
0: does uh donkey kong have to block a lot no but i guess he has to charge moves oh okay all right yeah sure up next is Guile, mm-hmm. who
1: is kind of like a Neanderthal-looking army guy. Yeah, he's a he's a got a slope brow
0: going on. Slope brow. He's got blonde hair, huge flat top.
1: Huge flat top. Huge
0: flat top. Always wearing fatigues and a uh, like an army um, tank. Uh huh. Yeah, dog tags. This guy. Uh, this is not my favorite backstory, but I like
1: that like M Bison killed his best friend, and so. He's out for revenge through street fighting. That's pretty good. It is. It it, is pretty good. It it is pretty
0: good. Um, Guile, another charge character. um, And he's got this move called the sonic boom, um, which is another like legendary street fighter fireball, right? Um, Because it moves slowly and he releases it fast. So like most fireballs, once you release them, um, you're sort of stuck in the position until the fireball has cleared the screen. But he can throw it slow so you can put the fireball out in play and then, like, follow up on it so people are avoiding the fireball while you are also, like, rushing them at the same time. Got it. Does that make sense? Yeah, that does make sense. Um, And that sort of, like, uh, zoning, you know, trying to control where people are in space is, uh, like, a guile standard um, for, like, anyone that, that plays that character. Up next is Chun Li. Chun Li. Chun Li has my personal favorite backstory, as I understand
1: it. Uh huh. She's an Interpol agent. That's right. Amazing. Uh huh. Uh, she's street fighting to investigate the murder of her father. Yep.
0: Also by the hands of M. Bison.
1: <laughs> I love everything about this. Yeah.
0: And Chun Li, great, full of kicks. Uh, can does a, a nice, uh, like quick kick, lightning kick thing, uh, where you just keep pushing the kick button. Um, and uh, she's great. She's fast um and is uh, along with Ken and Ryu is so, they're sort of like the the trifecta that make up like the recurring characters in basically every Street Fighter game cuz
1: you were saying cuz speaking of which Ken is our last mm-hmm. uh fighter on the board and you were saying that he's from the original Street Fighter game with Ryu yep. like the two of them yep. which makes sense because he as i understand it is Ryu's best friend, but also greatest challenger. Also greatest
0: challenger. Yeah. Well, and where Ryu is like a solitary, he's a lone wolf kind of figure, but not in like a school shooting kind of way. <laughs> Ken, Ken has a, like a family. He's got like a wife and kids. Um, and as we find out eventually, a uh, a partner named Troy, with whom he invents cyboplasm. <laughs> oh, that's
1: right. That's right. Oh my god. That's Ken. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's right um but yeah none of that comes into play <laughs> in, in in the mainline street fighter games um and ken ken's move set is virtually identical to reuse. um and in fact in the original street fighter 2 i believe they are truly identical it's not until uh you know um street fighter uh championship edition or turbo uh, and even more pronounced in um super street fighter 2 that they start to separate them a little bit um as things evolve, Ryu becomes more focused on his fireball on the Hadouken and Ken becomes more focused on the dragon punch that like sort of uh, rising uppercut. Thing. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, that's, but otherwise like their basic move sets are basically the same. Um, Mark, do you have any feelings about, uh, where you want to put any of these characters, uh, as, as we rank the eight original street fighter characters? So, I for me, I think Ken
1: is probably towards the bottom. I f- think Ken is the one of the most boring.
0: Okay, um, Ken the most boring. so I I I thought this was gonna go this way that uh like Ken and Ryu are like among the more boring of these characters, but they're also classic. Right. It's, it's like how do you rank Mario? <laughs> right. Right. Um, and I I feel like they share that role. But I sort of agree with you that if we're just, like, ranking the characters, like, aesthetically, or in terms of, like, what's fun about them, that both Ken and Ryu end up being sort of low on the list. And
1: maybe, maybe, Ryu gets bumped up because he is... Because the he's the flagship. Bear. Yeah. Um. But I don't know. Our, our rankings don't always follow that.
0: Right, right. Well, yeah, sometimes being iconic can earn you extra points.
1: I will also say, like... E Honda, yeah, Sumo Wrestler, yes, but might truly be the most um uninteresting of these characters. So
0: I I also sort of put Delsim in in this category. Mm. Um, and this is actually kind of like a, a gameplay reason that I don't totally love him. Um, he is another character who is good at like controlling space, um, through his like stretchy limbs, but all of his moves are slow, and including his jump where he kind of like floats through the air. I've always had a hard time with him. I want to put Delsim kind of if not near the bottom at the bottom. Okay, so
1: let's yeah, let's kind of group Dalsum and E-Honda here. One thing I will say for Ken, I don't know if we can count it though, is that we do know that in the year 2010, right, you know,
0: he invents Cyboplasm <laughs> with his buddy Troy. Uh-huh.
1: Even though he hates the frontier or he has no interest. He, he has no way, he has no, interest, he in has the no interest in the frontier. Right. So I don't know if we count that.
0: It's but also like, been 25 years since he was the king of the street fighting circuit.
1: Well, that's why he uses maybe bionics, b- bionics. <laughs> so, um the rest of them, I would put Guile somewhere in the middle, I think.
0: Uh, all right. Gu- Guile some- somewhere in the middle. That that makes sense to me. Um, I'm just going to go and s- I'm just going to say it now. My two favorites of these are Blanca and Chun-Li.
1: I, uh, I mean, you won't get any complaints from me. I will say I think Zangief is hot.
0: Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Bold. Bold take. I love it. <laughs> Classic muscle man, <laughs> covered in scars from fighting bears. From fighting bears, um,
1: but I, I won't, I won't let that. No, 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 know, that's like,
0: that, that's good. I, I, I like that.
1: I mean, but it's not enough to make me put him in the top.
0: Right, right, right. I
1: just want it on the record. It was important no, to me. No, I'm,
0: I'm so glad that you did. here. I, so I think what we need to do is we need to do like a sloppy ranking and yeah, then sort of like d- defi- right. define yeah. it from there. So we've got Dalsamani Honda at the bottom, and then let's go Ken and Ryu, and then uh, Guile, Zangief, Blanca Chun-Li, okay? Yeah. So, uh, but this, this is not our final ranking. It's not. This is, this, is, this, this is the quick and sloppy version of it, and we can uh, mix it up from here.
1: I, so, I think, you know, I, I was saying before Ryu kind of boring in the middle, but I think I would put him above Guile. You think Ryu
0: above Guile? I would. I like Guile a lot. Here's the thing and that we've not mentioned about Guile or any of these characters is that they all have their own stages oh, and they all have their own music. Yeah. Guile's music is quintessentially Street Fighter, quintessentially video games, right? It's some of the best early Capcom music that you can put up with like, you know, a Dr. Wily Mega Man 2, like, you know, it is it's hard to overplay how good that music is. Yeah but so yeah
1: with that in mind what about
0: guile above Zeng guile
1: third so chun i personally chunli blanca makes total sense yeah i like that order
0: yeah that that, that makes perfect sense to me too and i do i love blanca um i am like uh yoshinoro ono who uh loves blanca he always has a little blanca action figure um or did when he was working for street fighter doesn't anymore um and whenever a Street Fighter game has Blanca in it, I'm like, yes, I will play as Blanca. There was a while where he wasn't in five, and I was like, okay, five is okay. And then he came out in one of the character packs, and I was like, I'm in. Um, Does Blanca ever find his mom? Yeah. At the end of Street Fighter 2, if he wins, Yeah. <laughs>
1: So it works. It works, oh, that's yeah.
0: nice. He has a happy ending. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But he loses her again b- between Street Fighter games because that's how Street Fighter 4 ends as well, is that he gets reunited <laughs> with his mother.
1: So at some point, it becomes a Blanca problem.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yes. Um, I see. You're saying that first he's a victim of circumstance, and then it's just like, Blanca, come on, keep yeah, track of keep
1: her. In tri- keep, <laughs> keep you, in touch. Keep in touch. It's like Home Alone 2. <laughs> Why are we doing this again?
0: Yeah, well, it's different. They're, they don't leave him home a second time. Right? He gets on a different plane. Yeah, but it's like, get to the airport on time. Yeah.
1: Double check that your kid is there. It's not important, but <laughs> Blanca should just do a better job.
0: Yeah, Blanca, Blanca should be more responsible. He's raised in the jungle. Like, what do you want from him? His best friend was like a snake or something. We don't know. Um. Okay, Chun-Li at the top. Blanca second. That makes sense to me. Guile, we've got third because of his music. Um. Also, when he wins, uh, sometimes he puts on sunglasses. Sometimes he combs his hair. Come on. He's a classic American guy. (laughs) What can we say? He's the Mike Jones of Street Fighter. (laughs) Uh, Thank you for not letting an episode pass without us referencing uh, Star Tropics. Um, Okay. I feel like those three are pretty locked in Uh and I agree with that. Um, Now the bottom five uh, starting at uh, four all the way down goes Zangief, Ryu, Ken, Honda, Dalsam. I don't feel bad about that. I don't. Yeah. I don't really know that I would change any of this. Zangief at number four, Ryu, Ken, E-Honda, and Dalsum. I'm maybe now second-guessing the, the the bottom here that maybe E-Honda goes below Dalsum. Okay. Um, if for no other reason than like Dalsum's teleport, you have to do the dragon punch motion and then press either all three punches or all three kicks. And if you don't have a button dedicated to all three of those buttons at once, it is a feat to pull it off. Because you're pushing all three of the buttons at once.
1: I'm speaking from com- almost complete ignorance, right? So maybe E Honda has become an awesome character, but do you think that E Honda is kind of milk toast because he's? Well, I guess there are other. Anyways, uh, this is what I was going to say is that he's a like Japanese character from a Japanese created game, and so they just didn't want to show off. They didn't want to, ma- you know, mm. they didn't make theirs that cool.
0: But I mean. He's so specific, right? He's a, a, a sumo wrestler in a game where there's no other sumo wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got Ryu, who I mean, he may actually be the the most milk toast, right? That he's like normal, right? Right? Or like there's there's nothing sort of like flashy flashy about him. He just wants to get good. He at just wants to fighting. fight. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think I think this is right. Um, and also like. If we take stages and, like, other information into this, uh, Dalsim's level has uh, elephants in it. Oh, yeah. E-Hondas, it's a it, – okay, E-Hondas is a bathroom. There's a giant <laughs> tub in it. So, like, that is pretty good.
1: That is pretty good. But that's, elephants. That's pretty funny.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, I don't know. Do, do you think do you think he moves up at all?
1: I don't know that I can justify being, like, the bathtub is the thing. That gives him the, the the bathtub
0: could be the thing.
1: I, I say I say let's leave it. Okay. I say let's leave it.
0: All right. Uh. So the ranking is as follows: number one, Chun Li. Number... Do we need
1: to justify Chun Li as number one? Because we
0: didn't really even talk
1: about Chun. I I don't know that we need to.
0: I don't know that we need to either. Um. She's fast. She's uh excess. She's the only woman in the original eight. Um, she's an accessible character to play in that, like, some of her moves are are charge moves, some of her moves are just, like, pressing the kick button as fast as you can, others of her moves are, like, fireball-shaped, uh, like, uh, Ryu and and Ken-style moves.
1: And I would say that she is probably, outside of the video game community, the most recognized and recognizable Street Fighter character.
0: You think more than Ryu?
1: I do think so. I think more people would recognize Chun-Li. Interesting. And be like, oh yeah, that's a Street Fighter character. Yeah,
0: yeah, that that, that could be. Um, yeah. Also, she's an Interpol agent. Yeah, Can, she's out for that, revenge. I right. I,
1: I love the specific that she's an Interpol agent, <laughs> international. Yeah. Um, I when we did a couple of years ago with a friend of the show Ryan Mogi, an episode where we um, mm-hmm. cast famous detectives as Nintendo characters. Right. I Believe I tried to cast Chun Li as Veronica Mars, but got shut down pretty hard.
0: Well, it's hard to tell uh Ryan Mogey who is Veronica Mars <laughs> because she's the expert on that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um
0: but yeah, I think I think this I think this works. Um also if we're casting famous detectives, like she just is a famous detective, that's right? That's right, that's right. I mean, like, I that's guess the problem. Right. Yeah,
1: that is the problem. <laughs> she already is one.
0: Uh, so Chun-Li, number one, Blanca, number two, Guile, number three, Zangief, number four, Ryu, number five, Ken, number six, Dalsim, number seven, E-Honda, number eight. A new set of challengers approaches. What? What? The Mark, we can't not also put the bosses in here. Okay. The boss characters from uh, Street Fighter 2, which means uh, uh, we'll do them in order. Balrog, Vega, Saget, and M. Bison uh, are all in the mix now. Um Mark, at this point, do we need to have a little conversation about the names of these characters? We do, because uh,
1: it's confusing to me.
0: Yes. Okay, so we're using the the U.S. names. Um, Balrog is the boxer. Um, Vega is uh, the Spanish dude with a mask and a claw. Um, Sagat is uh, Sagat um and he's a he is a former opponent of uh Ryu's. He has a big scar on his chest uh that's the result of Ryu dragon punching that scar onto it uh which is rad. Um and M Bison is uh the the dictator um who is the head of Shadowloo and everyone is trying to like hunt him down. They it's they're named strange things because originally so these same four names were used for the the bosses in Japan. But um, the sort of like uh, linchpin here is that um, M Bison was the name of the boxer called who is named Bullrog in uh, the states, and the reason he's named M Bison is there was a play on Mike Tyson.
1: Oh my gosh, I never realized that.
0: Yeah. Okay. So uh, the boxer named M Bison, a play on Mike Tyson, maybe uh, adding credence to your um, punch out theory. Um, but they didn't do it because they didn't want to get sued by Mike Tyson for not actually like licensing his likeness. So, they got away with it in Japan, but in the States they decided to mix up these character names. And instead of doing a one-for-one swap of making the um the dictator uh uh and the and the boxer switch names, they gave the boxer's name M Bison to the dictator. They took the Spaniard with the mask and the claw, his name was Balrog, and they moved it over to Balrog, and they gave Vega, which was the Japanese name for the dictator, to the man with the claw. So the only part of it that makes sense is why uh, the boxer isn't named M. Bison. Yeah. Why they looped Vega into this at all is perplexing
1: that is so now nowadays in street fighter like five vega is vega m bison is m bison and I guess that's so helpful. No, no the,
0: the answer is no. Um, because in Japan they retain their original names. Oh. When they when these games are uh, played like internationally and people have to refer to them, they call them dictator claw and Boxer. That's, wow. So that's they really call them not even any of the names that they have and yeah. share between them. But we're gonna
1: use we're gonna use the US names.
0: Yes, I will also occasionally drop into calling them uh, dictator, claw, and boxer, just because. Um, one of the o- other like hilarious things about Balrog, the boxer, is that um, because his original name was M Bison, a lot of his special moves are named after like Bison and Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> so like it's just an ongoing concern where like <laughs> these things don't make any sense and they're just in uh, conflict and in concert with each other all the time. I love
1: it. And Balrog is also, like, the demon in the deep in uh, Lord of the Rings, right? I mean, sure. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to do with that. Do you? <laughs>
1: no, no, no. No.
0: And, I, like, if we apply that to Vega, does that make more sense? To the dude with the claw? No. no, not to me. Like, none certainly of it. It certainly doesn't. No. Um, all right. So let, let's, let's, let's throw these characters out here. Let's talk about what they actually... Are and and we like then we're him. going to put them
1: in with the other fighters. We're going to
0: rank them against the other fighters. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Um, okay. So let's start with Balrog. Uh, the boxer um, has no kick attacks, even though he has kick buttons just like everybody else. When you push a kick button, he punches. Why? I love it. Why is he a villain? Like, what's his motivation? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Because,
1: you know, everybody else, like, if everybody seems to have, like, a motivation, yeah, 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 he's, yeah. like, just a boxer. I,
0: I mean, honestly, I don't think I could tell you what the motivations of any of these characters are. I can tell you about Sagat's history okay. with uh, Ryu. Uh-huh. And I can tell you that M. Bison is a well, bad I can see, like, guy. Right. Sure, yeah. sure, sure.
1: Dictator, self Dictators evident, are bad. Right? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh Sagat. Um he... Probably out for revenge against Ryu. Sure, right?
0: Doesn't like that big scar on his uh-huh. chest.
1: Vega, I do actually know. I think a little bit about. Oh, right? Okay, he's like a. Uh, he is so vain, mm-hmm. and he
0: probably thinks the song is about him. <laughs>
1: uh huh, and that's a problem because he's going around trying to like punch street fight ugly people, get him out of the world. Right.
0: Uh, also, uh, he wears a mask.
1: Kind of like a, a, a it's almost like a Jason f- mask, like fr- Friday the Thirteenth. Oh,
0: interesting. I was going to describe it. I think we're both bad at describing this mask because I was going to say that it's like a if the Phantom of the Opera mask was a full face mask. It's oh,
1: so like um, oh, I see what you're saying. Like in the key art for Phantom of the Opera, yes, where it well, even that's not a full. Mask, no, even that's not it, a full mask. Man- yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But it's it's just like a, a, a round white circle with uh like uh slits for eyes. Yeah. Um it's very cool looking. He's got a he, Vega may be the coolest looking of these characters to me. Um and he's got that like claw. It's which like no one else brings weapons into this. No. What are you doing, Vega? But he's like
1: he's got it's not even like a Freddy Krueger claw. It's more like a Wolverine. It's type like thing a Wolverine on. claw, yeah. Or just one of them,
0: right? Yeah, just one. Yeah, I like Vega a lot. I like Vega a lot too. Uh, also, just rad that as you're fighting Vega, uh, if you deal enough hits to him, he can lose the claw and he can lose the mask. Oh, um, Losing the mask doesn't do anything. Losing the claw um, it decreases his his reach. In uh, Street Fighter 2? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Isn't that neat? That is really cool. Um, he also interacts with the background in a way that like none of the other characters do. He has this move where, um, so in his stage, he jumps up on the, you fight him in like a like a a cage match kind of thing so there's like a, a fence behind you um and he climbs around on the fence and then like dives at you um and if there's if you're fight if you're using him in a level that's not his own he just sort of like jumps off the the side of the screen and and, and attacks you that way um but yeah there's just something about Vega that makes the whole world feel a little bit more real a little more like tangible and physical um and so for that reason I I love him he's also the First of the bosses that is, like, genuinely hard. Um, He's the second one you encounter. Um, And as a kid, I remember getting stuck on Vega most times I played the game, where I would be, like, continuing, continuing, continuing. Um, He's very difficult. He's very fast, and he's got a lot of range. This
1: uh, is apropos of, like, nothing, and I can't even really explain it. But when you, you are going through the character select screen... And it tells you what country each one's from. And, you yeah. know There's a lot of Japan. There's a lot of U.S. USA. There's, there's, you know, like uh, China and all, But for whatever reason, when Spain, it's like Spain, like Spain,
0: who's from Spain?
1: <laughs> well, there's like no other European countries yeah. represented, and then Spain. I love it. I love Vega.
0: Yeah, I, I I love Vega too. So let's just like float him high somewhere. Yeah. Um. So I, we, we're laying out the cards. We're just uh, sort of placing him high. I here's the thing. All the bosses are pretty good, because um, I think uh, Sagat is also like pretty high. He wears an eye patch.
1: Yeah, that's pretty cool. He's like
0: seven feet tall.
1: He has that big scar. Like He's got you that were saying. big scar, mm-hmm.
0: and his shorts are like like Muay Thai, uh, like boxer shorts. Um, like he just looks, he just looks rad. Mm-hmm.
1: Speaking of which, M Bison, I have never understood his outfit. I guess it's a big like kind of. Um, Almost like Nazi, like hat and coat type thing going on, but it's red yeah, but instead it's of red. black, right? right? Like right.
0: you associate it with like the the Nazi thing to to be black, right? Right. Um. Yeah. I mean, the hat rules. Uh. But yeah, like I guess you're right. It is based on like Nazi stuff, right? <laughs> and big shoulder pads.
1: And big sh- That's right. And big shoulder pads. Well, do we know that those are shoulder pads? Is he just really wide-shouldered?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think there are shoulder pads, like, on top of his... I think both things are true. Okay. And maybe we notice them more because he is very Uh wide-shouldered. Yeah, Yeah, I meant shoulder pads, like, on the outside. Oh, like,
1: uh, what are those called? Like, epaulets or Uh, something like that? Yeah, I think epaulets. Yeah.
0: I think that's right. Um, How do you feel about M. Bison?
1: I I do not think that he is that interesting of a character to me. Mm. Too evil. Maybe too evil. Maybe just kind of, like, ill-defined evil. Mm. Mm. Like, um... Wants I,
0: to take over the world.
1: Presume Does he? Is that what? I mean. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, sure, he's like killed some people. I, but it's more interesting to me that those people are
0: out for revenge. Right. Like, tell, M. Bison, tell me
1: why you killed those people. And if it's just because you're evil, it's not doing anything for me.
0: Right, 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 And he's the head of Shadowloo, mm-hmm. which is like a company? <laughs> <laughs> the name a of government? an song? Mm. Yeah, it might <laughs> Could be the name of an episode. Okay, so let's float M Bison sort of on the low side. Yeah, I would say like middleish to low. I would feel weird putting him below Ken. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. Like I
1: don't think he's a terrible character. I right. think he's like iconic, but I just don't like him that much.
0: Sorry, I think I meant I would feel bad putting him above Ken. I, I would feel bad making Ken worse than M Bison. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, that does make sense. Um, and then Balrog. Where 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 do you like Balrog? I would say above M. Bison, but below uh, Sagat for me. Okay, so our our ranking of the bosses, Vega at the top, uh, Sagat, Balrog, M. Bison. Now we have to, like, shuffle them in with the rest of these characters. Yeah, that gets tricky. I I mean, there is just something to say that villains are
1: generally more interesting than protagonists a Mm -hmm, lot of times, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I think that is true here i would maybe put vega below blanca and above guile
0: i would also put sagat above guile i think i would too oh my gosh yeah okay so we're going right now chunli chunli blanca vega sagat and then guile
1: and i have to tell you blanca is up there in second place still because i'm assuming that's where you would want blanca um,
0: otherwise you put vega above
1: blanca I, I personally probably would
0: shoot it's happening it's happening we can always revise these we as can we, go. we okay. can uh, i'm
1: really upset with blanca for losing his mom multiple times <laughs> and look i don't have all the facts right so maybe <laughs> right, there's a like right. compelling story reason uh m bison her. no here's mm. the
0: thing is that there when it comes to blanca compelling story reasons are not and he, like, but that's part
1: of his appeal. I'm guessing that is part like, of his appeal. Kind of yeah. the mysterious aspect of Blanca. He's like Yoda. There's no s- species name. That's you, right. You don't really. You don't over explain right. Blanca.
0: And there's there's not like a a, a blankle, You know, <laughs> Blanca's a singular figure. I mean. Could it be improved if there was a blankle? <laughs> I mean, I think
1: probably. But I it would delight me.
0: We're doing a Audience Yoda one. to Yaddle. Like, I don't Oh, yeah, that's right. I was I was said it no, and I was should like, explain it. We, <laughs> we should definitely Are we making sense? We have to explain. We ourselves. have to explain these things. Yeah. Uh, okay, and then uh so
1: blankle table for one.
0: <laughs> See, it's a little too close to tingle, right?
1: <laughs> Another also thing good. love.
0: Also good. Yeah. Uh so we just need a fighting game with where the characters are. Blanca, Yattle and Tingle. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of green in this game. Uh all right and then and then we are sliding in Guile uh, below that. Um Guile better than than Balrog, I think that's that makes sense. I Zengi makes sense. I think also better than Balrog. Okay. Um Ryu versus Balrog.
1: I just wish there was more to Balrog or that I knew more about Balrog, do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, so he's he's a boxer. Uh-huh. He's American. Um, his stage is in like Las Vegas. He's fighting on the streets. Um, when uh-huh. uh, when he gets knocked out, he yells, "My fight money!" <laughs> okay, okay, there we go. That's some
1: motivation. So he's he's,
0: he's after some money. Uh
1: huh. Is is being motivated like he is evil and street fighting because he wants money? Is that more compelling than being? good is ryu good i mean
0: no not really he's kind of neutral
1: yeah i mean in but ryu's motivation is what just, is i want to be good <laughs> yeah <Ooh. laughs> if street fighter is what causes this to become a like philosophy podcast yeah
0: that would be weird i mean it was bound to happen at some point
1: uh so is ryu mm-hmm. Like, is his motivation of just being driven? Because we've kind of talked about it as being boring. Wow.
0: Is Ryu a good guy?
1: But you could, because he's He's not a hero. But because I guess the question I have is like, Ryu, somebody participating, becoming real, like, basically, Ryu is training for the Olympics, right? He just wants to get, he wants to be the best at Uh street fighting. Right. And there, I feel like that is neither good nor bad. Right. It's just, it's, it's it is it's totally neutral, yeah, and there is something ad- admirable about like being so driven and to something be, like, <laughs> good about like this singular thing and just being like yeah, but it's just weird to apply that to street fighting
0: <laughs> well i th- i think I think just generally he wants to be the best warrior, oh okay. you know wh- okay. whether or not it is in a street fight, and you know like wh- what defines a street fight right like when is a fight a street fight
1: I think when it is unsanctioned,
0: Hmm. Okay, sure, when there's no, like, official tournament? Yeah. Then how can we have Street Fighter tournaments, Mark? How can Evo exist? (laughs) It's a contradiction in terms.
1: I told you this was going to turn into a philosophy podcast.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so there's some sort of novelty to uh, reuse extreme neutrality. Yeah. That I think makes him better than Balrog. I I think so, too. Okay. Balrog, better than Ken, worse than Ken.
1: I am going to say and Ken is lucky that Street Fighter twenty ten exists because otherwise I think he'd be much lower. But I think better than Ken, then I would put Balrog.
0: Okay. So worse. Oh worse sorry, sorry, God. sorry. Ken yeah. Ken better. Yeah. Than than Balrog. Yeah.
1: I think that's I think that's where I would do it.
0: Two Americans holding ranks right next to each other. I think that's okay. Okay. Um three American characters in the um in the first street in Street Fighter Two. Because they knew what their audience was. Boy, what a great point. And two Japanese characters. So, yeah, you're right. But then also two Thai characters. Anyway. Um, then we got M. Bison up against Dalsum and E. Honda. I guess I'm going to... S-
1: well, actually, I'm interested. What do you think?
0: So, M. Bison, he's the final boss, right? Um, and as such, he always holds a little bit of an allure, right? Where you're like, he's very difficult, Um, the, I remember the first time I got to play as M Bison when, um, championship edition came out and the boss characters were playable that I was like, holy cow, I can do all of these moves that have been rolling me forever. Um, but that's like a flash. That's a moment, right? And it's a, it's a good moment when you can first play as M Bison after having him destroy you for I guess a year, however long I was playing uh, Street Fighter Two before playing Championship Edition. But then after that, yeah, he's a dictator based on Nazis. Like I think we got to rank him pretty low. I,
1: I we do I yeah, I do feel like we have to rank him pretty low. And yet, and yet, you like him more than. Man, it just feels so mean to say after we just explained M. Bison, but I think I like him more than both of these characters. All
0: right. M. Bison goes above Dalsim and E. Honda. I think it's fair. I think you're right that sometimes villains are more interesting than heroes. Um so uh, I think the ranking as we have them right now, Chun-Li number one, Vega number two, Blanca number three, Sagat number four, Guile number five, Zangief number six, Ryu number seven, Ken number eight, Balrog number nine, M-Bison number 10, Dalsim number 11, E-Honda number 12. Mark, more challengers approach. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We've got to add in the uh, the new characters from Super Street Fighter, uh the uh, rounding out the Street 16, Faye Long, T-Hawk, Cami, and DJ. Okay.
1: You're gonna have to guide me through some of these characters. I know some of them, I know Cammy. Yep. I know T-Hawk. Okay, not the skater. No, not it's, Tony not, it's not, Hawk. it's not Tony Hawk, uh-uh. and it's not Thawk. Oh, actually, I guess I know all of them. I know Faye Long and I know DJ, because DJ is Jamaican. Yep. Is that right? Mm-hmm um fei long is from hong kong he's like the bruce he's Lee. he's bruce lee yeah, yeah. um t hawk from canada mexico mexico Mexico. Mm-hmm. that's right and then and is uh native yeah uh-huh and then cammy special forces
0: so like another she's english okay yeah um and cammy deep lore here is a clone of m bison Whoa. Yeah. Oh my
1: gosh, we have like a Ray Skywalker thing going <laughs> yes, on. Or yes, Ray Palpatine. That's right. Ray Palpatine. Somehow. <laughs> that's right. Somehow M. Bison has returned.
0: I mean, somehow M. Bison returned is maybe the central conflict in all the Street Fighter <laughs> games. <laughs> Street Fighter did it first. Street Fighter did, in fact, do it first. Um <laughs> that's so stupid. It's yeah, it's, re- it's really, really dumb. Um, so, Kami, uh, in- introduced in-, in-, in this game, uh, becomes a mainstay of the series. People are nuts about Cammy. She's great. Um, her moves are all very, like, leg-based. Same with Chun-Li. I think, I feel like it is
1: the, because I, I think Cammy is another character, way less than Chun-Li, and definitely, like, less than, like, Ryu and stuff. But I think Kami is another, like, recognizable. Yeah, she's another marquee character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Um also and I mentioned this before we started recording she's played by Kylie Minogue in the Street Fighter movie. <laughs> so
1: I I've never seen the Street Fighter movie. That delights my little gay heart so much.
0: <laughs> uh, and and Raul Julia like it's it, the the movie's so gay. I love it. Um so for my money Cammy's going to go high on this.
1: Yeah, first. I like Cammy a lot. Um, also
0: she's wearing she's wearing almost nothing. She's wearing like a a, a, like a, a one drag, piece bathing suit. She looks suit. like a drag
1: queen who's trying to do like army. <laughs> <laughs> it's a one piece like green baby suit right with a uh, some maroon camo beret. painted on uh-huh. on her skin uh, yeah yeah
0: a maroon beret <laughs> and a long uh braided blonde hair <laughs> <laughs> she's incredible it's hilarious <laughs> she's a superstar <laughs> um i also look fei long does not return in other street fighter games uh, and it's never really been clear as to why um there have always been theories that like You know, just like the um, M. Bison uh, boxer thing that, like, they don't want to get sued by Bruce Lee's estate. Oh. um, Because he looks a lot like him. He sounds a lot like him. And even his moves are, like, you know, he strikes that kind of, like, classic Bruce Lee pose. Um, But because of that and because Bruce Lee is so awesome, I have a lot of affinity for that character as well. Yeah.
1: I actually think all four of these are pretty
0: good. Yeah. They're all solid. Um DJ is probably for me the 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 weakest of them, but like he's pretty rad. He's got this like huge smile. Uh, Sometimes when he wins, he pulls out um, maracas and plays maracas. That's cool. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) And then T Hawk is another character who's like eight feet tall, and you're like, why are you so big? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, Mark, thoughts. Where 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 do you think? it, it, should we do, like, an internal ranking of these four? Let's, I feel like, uh,
1: let's do, oh, sure, that's, I think we should do what we did with the villains, so just kind of do, like, a gut check, like, where general area do sure. we think they should go, and then we can compare them against their na- direct neighbors.
0: Sure, okay, so, Cami for me, I think, in the, uh, possible all-time greatest, like, in, in the top Yeah, three. I think in
1: the top, yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, putting Cammy over here by uh, Chun Li, Vega, and Blanca. Uh uh-huh. huh. <laughs> Should have been better than your mom, Blanca. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, okay, T Hawk. I I feel like kind of mid. Yeah, I, personally. Put, I feel
1: honestly like the three of them, I would kind of put middle ish.
0: Okay. Um. So put put T Hawk like about where where you think he goes. Okay.
1: I. Oh. Uh,
0: uh. Like does, a, doesn't that have to be precise?
1: Yeah, so like around
0: the like, around the, the Guile, Ka-
1: yeah, yeah, Guile, Zangief,
0: Ryu, that uh-huh. that sort of area. Yeah. Um. So I think Fei Long kind of goes above that. Okay. Um. So, uh, but in that general neighborhood. Okay. Okay. Um. And then DJ, I would just put in like
1: the second half of the board kind of by like Ryu and Ken.
0: Okay, sure. The the in, in the Ken Ryu Balrog cluster. Uh-huh. Okay. 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 Um I feel pretty good about that. Let's do Ken versus DJ. Well, the thing that is always
1: going to be a demerit for DJ is that in the year 2010, uh-huh. he was not uh, I can't wait to hear what you're about to say. <laughs> this is in the year 2010, uh huh. Um, we have no idea of his interest in the frontier. Right. His partner Troy was not killed. We don't know if he has anything to do with cytoplasm. Yeah. So that like, that's a tough gig to beat. He, it
0: is. But, dude likes music. He dances. He
1: definitely has way more personality. He's got than way more I personality of, than, than I think Ken. of as yeah. Ken having.
0: And certainly, as expressed in Super Street Fighter Two.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I say uh, DJ over Ken.
0: All right, DJ over Ken. Um, also, the criteria by which we are evaluating these characters uh, is eluding even me. I'm not. I'm not even sure I know how to describe it's
1: it. It's best to just ride the wave. It's I think. <laughs> At this point. I think
0: I, I think I think you're right. It's it's informed a little bit by music. It's informed a little bit by design. It's, it's informed a little, a little bit by gameplay. A little, a little bit
1: by philosophy.
0: A little bit by philosophy. A little bit by Street Fighter 2010. A
1: little bit by how many dogs it would take to warm them up on a cold night.
0: Do you think it takes more dogs to warm up like Zangief on a, on a cold night?
1: I think it would really come down to... Uh, he needs like, bears. To he, BMI. It's a three-bear knight. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a three-bear night. I think it would really, really come down to BMI, which I guess we could calculate for most of these characters because we know their height and weight. Yeah, that's a great point. For most of the characters. <laughs> that's, so, a, that's, yeah. a, that's a great point. <laughs>
0: um, all right, T-Hawk. We currently have him uh, sort of in the Zangief, Guile, Ryu area. I think I'd put him above Zangief. He's not hotter than Zangief. You don't think so? I think he's high. Uh-huh. high. But I, I feel like, I don't know. Zangief has like muscle man proportions. T Hawk has like cartoon character proportions. That's true. I think for. Hmm. I,
1: I'm fine with that. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Let's put T Hawk below Zangief. below Zangief.
0: But then I also. T Hawk versus Ryu.
1: I would put him below Ryu, probably. I think so, too. I think so, yeah. Okay. But above DJ. But above DJ. Okay, okay. Great. Also, it just stinks to be the second most famous T-Hawk. Right, exactly.
0: I mean, if do you think he gets uh recognized like in elevators, and then he's like, someone's like, hey, you look just like T-Hawk. And he's like, yeah, I know. I get that a lot. <laughs> I and do. The, and then he tweets about I, it.
1: I do. I do think that happens to him.
0: Do we think that's cool or that sucks that uh, Tony Hawk does that all the time?
1: I think it's f- I think it's funny because he doesn't like he doesn't identify the people he doesn't shame the people right it's more like a joke on himself I think yeah then because yeah yeah
0: um it's I- it's just it's just funny to me that like it's a thing like uh-huh. it's just like that's part of his identity now is that he his uh one of his favorite his favorite type of story is people recognize him but don't think that he's him
1: uh-huh.
0: uh huh okay Fei Long. We've got him currently in the like uh, Def- Sagat, Guile, Zangief area. So,
1: like you said, the criterion which we're ranking these are all over the place. Yeah, like Guile's music is so good. I would put Faelong below Guile.
0: I think. I think that's correct.
1: But, but are we ranking Sagat too high then?
0: No. So you think he's got an eye patch? I that, okay. and a giant right. scar, and those uh, and those shorts, man. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Also, like his, uh, his like shins and feet are like, uh, taped up, just like his, uh, like real like kickboxer kind uh-huh. of stuff. Like it's, it's just very cool. So then, Fei Long and Zangief. I will defer to you, Mark.
1: I still think I think Fei Long is takes it.
0: Okay. Yeah. Just because Bruce Lee's a legend is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Great. Uh, which then leaves us with Cammy, who I said top three before but i'm just comparing her against chun li, vega and blanca. So i think chun li takes it. Chun li's number 1. Yeah. Yeah, i think i think i think that's right. I think it's hard to dispute Chun li.
1: I think Vega takes it. But that's I, harder for me. I
0: don't know. I think i like Cammy more than i like Vega. I
1: definitely think Cammy is more Outside of video game world, people would recognize Cami, even yes. if they don't know the name, but they would yeah. be like, "Oh, that oh, I Kylie recogni- Minogue, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, exactly." <laughs> International singing sensation Kylie Minogue, an actor, uh-huh. Kylie Minogue. Uh, I like I versus Vega, which I think people would be like, "Why is that person? Where is that like some Halloween character that's a mashup of right, like
0: Freddy Krueger and Jason." Right, right. He's, like, two horror villains yeah. uh, mixed together. And that sounds like a Mortal Kombat character. It, exactly.
1: And, like, Blanca, I think... Look, again, this is the weirdest criteria but which should be ranking that. But I think Blanca. people <laughs> are like... losing his mother. Is, is that the Hulk with long hair? Like, I think... Um, mm, sure. Uh, so
0: I th- I, th- I feel good about Cammy being second. Wow. Okay. All right. Uh, so let's put you back over here. Chun-Li, number one. Sorry, uh, and-
1: uh, Give us a moment as we, yeah, as we shuffle the shuffle the cards uh-huh. here.
0: Um all right, Mark, should we run down what we have or should we uh introduce the final uh, another one? Another one. Um Akuma, of course, uh added in the like later versions uh in, in, in the arcades. Not a destination in the Beach Boy song Kokomo. That's right. And we had to count earlier how many how many destinations are listed in the chorus of Kokomo? Think about it. We got Aruba, Jamaica. Who I want to take you to Bermuda, Bahama, come on pretty mama, to Key Largo, Montego Bay, B. Why don't we go down to Kokomo? And we'll count Kokomo even though it's not a real place. Right. So seven. Seven. Um, Akuma. He's like a demon of some kind.
1: (laughs) Yeah. What is is Akuma's deal? uh,
0: Difficult to say. He's like an embodiment of pure evil. He's like... He's basically Ryu, but mean, right? Like he's also just out there to like fight everyone. And his moveset is very much uh, in line with Ryu and Ken. Looking him up. Yeah. Akuma, Lay the word up. is Japanese for devil or demon. There you go. Um, and Akuma in, uh, there are like other versions of him that appear in these games. Uh, one is called Oni, um, which is like another uh, Japanese word for like demon um, or devil or something. Uh But I just I want to want to lay it out here. We are not including even this is the final character that we're adding to this. Um, We're not including Oni. We're not including like uh, evil Ryu or violent Ken. Um, Those are just different versions of these characters, Mm -hmm. as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. So what else can you're you're looking them up? So what what else can you tell me about Akuma? I
1: I immediately look to find out like what their backstory is, and I for the life of me.
0: I mean, I think Akuma, like, they kind of insist on no backstory for him.
1: Oh, okay, he's just a he's demon. like a joker.
0: I uh, <laughs> uh, I don't care for Akuma. Mm. He's not giving me the too stuff. evil. <laughs> he's not.
1: He's not. He's not giving me the the not a fascist. Right. So maybe above M Bison. But um, he's not giving me the stuff I want. His parents weren't murdered or missing, right? He's not. He out may for not revenge. even have parents. He's right. He's right. not an Interpol agent. <laughs> um,
0: he does. It, he couldn't possibly be a performer in drag, right?
1: He doesn't uh, look. In all types of drag are valid,
0: right? But not, not, not Akuma. A Kuma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think below M Bison,
1: it's. I think below M Bison too, and here again we go. Poor E Honda, his stage is his stage is a bathroom, and poor Dalsim. stage is where it. We're always just like
0: Akuma doesn't even have a stage.
1: Akuma has no stage, and that and I, you know, I was certain for a brief moment I was like searching in my heart. It's like just the fact that he like has no home, you know, like does Does that that make make him more appealing, interesting, or sympathetic? And I think the answer is no. I think Akuma might be the worst character.
0: Wow. We think below E-Honda.
1: I think so. He To me, Akuma feels almost like evil Ryu, where it's just like, well, we got to come up with something right, for this right. new release of the game, so what do we, you know, like, what do we do?
0: Uh, Mark, I'm going to go ahead and agree with you. Um, by the way, if anyone has ever played uh, Street Fighter 2, um, please don't be furious with us for, for this ranking of characters. <laughs> We're just having fun. <laughs>
1: Why? This seems perfect to me. Completely valid. Each I and just, every point.
0: I mean, we've done a lot of rankings, and I've never feared for our safety <laughs> after after one of the rankings. But this may be truly the most unjustifiable thing we've ever done. This is very chaotic. Um, but it's, and yet and definitive. Yet it's, it's yeah, it's definitive. I think so. Yep. We're declaring I think, it. I mean, this is you. This is our Thelma and Louise. Like we're driving off this cliff together. <laughs> That's right.
1: <laughs> hand in hand, though. We know what we're doing. <laughs> we, We've, we're we sealing do. our fate on purpose. We
0: enter into this willingly. Yep. Uh, <laughs> well, com- thank
1: you for joining for the final episode <laughs> of Nintendo Cartridge Society.
0: Coming in at number 17, Akuma.
1: Number 16, E-Honda. Number
0: 15, Dalsum.
1: Number 14,
0: M-Bison. Number 13, Balrog. Number 12, Ken. Number 11, DJ. Number 10, T-Hawk. Number 9, Ryu. Number 8, Zangief. Number seven,
1: Fei Long. Number six, Guile. Number five, Sagat. Number four, Blanca. Number
0: three, Vega.
1: Number two, Cammy. And number one, Chun-Li. I mean, the top four, I think, is unimpeachable.
0: I think the top five. I think the top six, honestly, are are the uh, top six I feel really strongly about. After that, it's a mess. (laughs)
1: But a definitive (laughs) mess. But a
0: definitive mess. All right, Mark, let's close this out. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society. If you've got these characters ranked a different way, uh, don't let us know. (laughs) (laughs) Please remember to rate, review, and follow us at Apple Podcasts. If you like the episode, share it with your friends on Facebook or Twitter, wherever you share stuff. Uh, If you're friends with any Street Fighter fans, maybe don't. (laughs) Share it with them. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Patrick underscore Ellers. Mark is at MKE Mitchell and the show is at NinCart Society. You can also check out the Facebook page, which is just Nintendo Cartridge Society. Anthony DeLuca made our logo. Our theme music is provided by Ape at Betty. You can get more of his music by going to apibetty.com or by listening right now. For my co-host Mark Mitchell, this is Patrick Ellers saying thank you for listening.